Yuma Daf Chavbeiz. Today's email comes from A. Lightman from Lakewood. First of all, I must thank the Chavar that made a big recent publicity push for your share. To be honest, I was one of those very disinclined to learn Daf Yaimi. I told myself various reasons among them that I like to learn more in depth with Gemara Rashid Well, you share the first day of Yuma when you knock down with excuses not to learn the Daf, convince me to give it a try, and I'm hooked. Here we are, 20 Daf in, and I haven't missed a day. I've not given up my regular limut, I've just added daf yoimi and squeezed it into my schedule. As I've heard in some other emails, learning the daf actually makes you more time efficient and you can find more time. The other reason I'm writing is about the Arsquirrel offer, and it goes on to say other things. Yours truly, A. Lightman, Lakewood, New Jersey. Thank you. Yuma daf of Bays, we're starting the second parak, parak Buri Shaino. To start out with, the Bezdin imagined that no one is going to come to do Trumas Hadeshin to remove some of the ashes every morning from the Mizbeach because it's a night Avaidah, so it's not that Chashev, or because people are not interested in getting up that early. So the Masakin, that whoever comes, they should have a race up the ramp of the Mizbeach. But then they saw that it could come to Asakana, the famous story that one pushed the other one off the Mizbeach, and he broke his leg. So the Masakin, instead of running up the ramp, they'll do a lottery. And this is the first lottery of the four lotteries. Since there was a lottery, so people stopped coming early to the Beis HaMikdash. They figured they're not going to win anyways. So they upped the stakes. They said that whoever is in this lottery will not only get to do Trumas Hadesh and will also be able to set up the wood on top of the Mizbeach and also be makrif two pieces of wood. And people started coming. Now when the Mishnah says that there was a race, the race was up until four Amis before the end of the ramp. Rapapa had a suffix. Does that mean four Amis away from the end of the ramp, including the Yisoyed and the Soivev, which are two Amis? In other words, four Amis. Or not including the Yisoyed and the Soivev, and therefore you have to distance yourself six Amis from the end of the ramp. What happens if there's a tie in the race? So what they do is, they put everybody in a circle, and everybody sticks out one finger or two fingers, they only count one. The kain in the middle takes off one of the mitznefes, one of the hats, and he just grabs a random number, and he starts counting the kohanim until he's done. The last finger wins. The reason why he counts fingers and not people, like Shola Melech, he counted his soldiers, each one gave a piece of shard, and the first war, the second war, each one put in a sheep, because there's an iser, there's a lot in the Torah, maybe even two isurim, to count people, as, like it says in the Pesach, lo yimad velo yisafer. you're not allowed to count Jews. If a person was appointed to be in charge of the tzibur, he has a bracha that right away he becomes wealthy. The Gemara tells us the shol was over on one avera, he kept a gag alive. And on that, Kashbaruch says, Nichamti kim lachti melech. I feel bad, I made him a king. And for that, he lost his life and he lost his entire kingdom. Why did Shaul sin? Why did Akash Baruch kill every single one? He made a Kavachaymer. He said, if it Egla Harufa, one person dies, and we don't know what city he belongs to, we kill a calf, etc. So certainly, they shouldn't kill random animals, you shouldn't kill minors that never sinned. And a Baskal came out from Shemaim and said, Al Tiyat but don't try to be too from. When Shaul himself told Daya, go kill all the Kayhanim of Ir Noiva Kayhanim, so then a Baskal came out and said the opposite, Al Rasha Harbe. Why killing these innocent people? Before he was even chayta with the sin of Naiv Irakayhanim, he already lost his kingdom because Naiv Irakayhanim is not considered one of the Chatham. 
David, on the other hand, had two chatayim, and he wasn't punished with death, and he didn't lose his kingdom. He was chaytah with Uriah, he sent Bathsheba's husband out to war, and he counted Klai Yisrael when he wasn't supposed to count. But he didn't lose his life, and he didn't lose his malchus. However, he was punished that 70,000 Yidin died because of his counting, but not his own physical guf. For Bathsheba, he did get punished. He was punished four times. The child he had with Bathsheba died. Amnon died. Amnon was Ma'anis Tamar. And Avshalom, his own son, rebelled against him and died. His, his guf also had a Einish that he had Saras for six years, for six months. And the Sanhedrin went away from him. He didn't have Ruach HaKadosh. This is my whether or not David accepted Lashon Hara when Tziva came. Tziva was a slave. He came and he said that Avshalom rebelled against David HaMelech. And then David HaMelech took Avshalom's Yerusha and divided between Tziva and Avshalom. He didn't know who to trust, Avshalom or Tziva. So Shmuel says David HaMelech was never Makabal Lashon Hara. He saw on Avshalom different signs that he's rebelling. But according to Rab, that he did accept Lashon Hara. So he was in fact punished. that His kingdom... Shlema Melech's son, in other words, Dara Melech's grandson, he lost half of his kingdom and went to the slave. It went half to Rechavim and half to the slave, Yeravim. The Torah says, Ben Shana Lemalchaydeh. Navi says, Shaul was like a year old, a year old, but he wasn't a year old when he was a king. It means that he didn't have a chait. He never sinned like a one year old. Renachman asked, maybe it means that he's like a one year old, he has a dirty diaper, he has tsaya tit, and he was punished that he had t- terrible nightmares. So Rav Nachman said, I feel bad, I have harata, to the bones of Shaul. He, again, he had nightmares. So he realized he didn't say it, so he said he added the words, Melch Yisrael, and then it was over. Rav Shimei says, in order to be a parnas, to be in charge, to be appointed on Klai Yisrael, you need a kubashal shrasim, you need a barrel of worms, in other words. You have to be able to look backwards and see that you don't come from such great yichos, that if a person has gaiva, he'll know where he comes from. That's why Shaul's kingdom never lasted, because he didn't have this kupa of Shratzim. The reason why he was punished and he lost his kingdom is because he was Michael on his own covet. He was a king all the way in the beginning of his kingdom. Those who rebelled against him, he had the opportunity to kill them, and he said, no, let's forgive them. Have a wonderful day.